I'm Sally Tierney, the owner of Clear Path Forward, an advocacy investigation firm in Virginia. And I love listening to the PI Perspective podcast because Matt interviews so many investigators that bring their unique expertise to the show. I've learned so much from them and look forward to every single episode. Thank you, Matt. The Campbell Group has teamed up with PI Perspectives to offer listeners top-notch, affordable insurance solutions. Private investigators can get insurance for their business for as low as $305 per year. Apply now at PIPerspectivesInsurance.com and receive a quote back within 24 hours. I want to talk to everybody today about ScopeNow.com. ScopeNow has been a big-time sponsor of this program for quite some time. And I just love their service. I've been using them since the beginning. I'm one of their beta customers. And it's been so awesome to see them grow into the business that they are today and just how they just keep reinventing themselves and pushing themselves to get more and more information. What it comes down to is, is Scope Now is a tool that you definitely need to use if you do social media investigations, any internet research, and really spending less time digging around and, and uh, looking for information. I think it's one of the best points of how ScopeNow can help you. Their AI platform, their analytics are amazing. You really get an idea of what you need. You're reducing the time, you're reducing the manpower that you, you're spending on doing this research because they're essentially doing it for you and uh, they're doing it correctly, which is most important. One of the new things that they're actually offering is this flagging system where you can flag behaviors and really highlight and um, look out for fraud. If you're doing a lot of fraud research, uh, this is a fantastic tool and you can set up alerts so you have uh, particular people that you're looking at you can actually set up alerts to get notifications when the criteria that you set up is actually um, is flagged and goes off it's really uh, really amazing and their relationship and association analytics are uh, top-notch really uh, cutting edge and really really cool when they brought that out on version 3 it was a game changer. I mean, really being able to see how people interact together and, and uh, you know, having that relationship, you know, analysis is really, really something that's cool. You know, one of the other things about being involved with Scope Now is their ability to offer webinars. Their team is cutting edge on putting together and getting out really, really great content. If you're a member of Scope Now, if you know who they are, you've seen them around on LinkedIn, you'll, you'll know that they're constantly doing webinars on these new websites that are coming out and uh, they're really staying on top of it. And don't forget, uh, any reports that you generate, you can actually white label those reports and put your own logos on and, and really make them look professional, which you know could equate to more billing for you as well. So check them out today. It's uh, www.scopenow.com. They're a great, great company. They should be one of the tools in your toolbox, along with whatever kind of uh, search engines you do. Uh, you need to make sure that ScopeNow is a part of that suite. ScopeNow.com. Do you enjoy our podcast and the guests we bring you? Since 2019, Matt and his team have done their very best to give you amazing shows each week. If you feel like our show has helped you to be a better investigator or maybe even inspired you to become an investigator, please let us know. We're looking for testimonials. Drop Matt an email with a recorded 20 to 30 seconds of you talking about this podcast. You can also email him something verbal about the website. His email is S at satellitepi.com. And if you really feel blessed for having this content, consider supporting Matt and our show by joining Investigators Toolbox. 
you really have to see version 2.0. And at just 49 cents a day, it's a no-brainer. Now let's jump in to this week's episode. Welcome to PI Perspectives. This week, we continue our annual look at OsmosisCon. Today, we spend the entire episode speaking with MC Sophia Salazar. She has a fascinating story of being at the right place at the right time and how it turned into an awesome OSINT career. If you're considering a career as a researcher, this episode is especially for you. So please welcome Sophia and your host, private investigator, Matt Spare. And welcome everyone to this week's edition of PI Perspectives. This is Matt Sperry, your host. We've got several shows where we're highlighting the Osmosis Institute's event that's coming up in New Orleans in October. Today, I'm very, very happy to have the MC of the event, uh, Sophia Salazar. I want to welcome you to the program. Thanks, Matt. Um, exciting to be here. Excited to get to talk to you again. Um, and wow, it's been a while. So It's been definitely. a while. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We we were chatting before we started recording that you and I, I guess, met in 2020 um, at the Osmosis event in San Diego. And that was a very special time for you leading up to it. Uh, so for those who don't know your background, uh, why don't you get into a little bit as to how you ended up in San Diego and, and uh, what's happened since then? Yeah. I mean, I started off very much in academics. Never thought I'd end up on this route, but um, here we are. Um, so I guess it all got started maybe 2019. I started an internship for uh, Safe Abroad, which, you know, back then it was very um, student travelers going abroad focused and just, you know, protecting them wherever they went. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was up until the Beirut explosions in, I believe it was, it was August 2020. Right. Um, and so... We, you know, I was just on on a shift, um, saw reports of, you know, on social media. That's where the buzz kind of started. Sure. Um, sure. And then and just to interrupt for those who don't know the Beirut explosion, you probably will remember it if you see the video. It was a massive, massive uh, um, explosion in the center of Beirut that nobody knew, like, if it was a terrorist attack or if it was just you know, some sort of um, um, accelerant that went off. I think it was, it, it came down to like a warehouse. There was some, was it fireworks or something in a warehouse? Um, that, that kind so, of off, right? Yeah, I guess like the initial thought on what was going on was like, oh, you know, somebody stored fireworks in there. Um, right. It turned out like, um, I don't remember exactly which chemical it was, but there was some like unauthorized storage That's of a chemical in there, yeah. in the warehouse. Yeah. Right. Um, that led to the explosion in Beirut, the famous video, I think, um, a lot of people have seen of the bride in Beirut just running for her life mid photo shoot. Um, and so we got reports of, yeah, we saw that buzz start to come in on social media. Um, I was able to pick it up, kind of vet and verify what was going on, what was happening in the area, you know, which, which direction the explosion was taking place in, kind of assess the area of damage. Um, and I was able to, along with the team at Safer Broad, disseminate that information approximately 20 minutes before it hit breaking news, um, which was, you know, a record for sitting back there in an office in Connecticut, just being able to track something that happened on the other side of the world. So that was really my first big OSINT experience. Um, and yeah, that's, I, I ended up being nominated, um, for Rising Star of the Year at the Osmosis Conference. Um, it was lovely to go in there. Um, you know, back then it was 
very much still COVID time. So oh, yeah. it was all virtual. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so I virtually did receive my award, um, which was amazing. And then, um, yeah, I returned the following year to San Diego um, for the conference where I was able to present sort of on um, open source intelligence for global awareness and got into a bit of like the different tools and sources that um, were used also in vetting and verifying that um, explosion in Beirut. Right. Yeah, it's just kind of being at the right place at the right time and saying, oh, crap, oh, what's going on here? What what next, right? Uh, exactly. Pretty amazing. Yeah. Pretty amazing. There yeah, was, and there, I was going to say, there were so many independent videos of that out there. Like, it wasn't just one video. It was like the massive amounts of people yes. um, from different angles in the city, uh, which which made it so impressive, you know, and um just really, uh, it's just a really crazy thing that happened. Thank yeah, thankfully, it wasn't it was not terrorism. It was just negligence, which you know, thankfully for that. Um, yeah, but um, like you said, right place, right time. You really don't expect, you know, something to. Uh, what starts off as a small event, or you know, just like these little reports, you don't expect it to blow up into something that big. Sure, sure. So uh, that gave you the the bug, really, I guess, for doing open source um, investigations, right? Um, yeah. So what what was your next step in the process? Like, how did you get to where you are today? Um, so Osmosis Conference, San Diego made some good connections. Um, I was able to talk to Cynthia, kind of get a feel for Heatherington Group as well. Um, lots of rock stars over there. Um, and so... Yeah, it just kind of stemmed from there uh, after graduating from with my undergraduate degree in national security and criminal justice. Um, I applied to a position with the Hetherington Group mm -hmm. um, and surprise, surprise, I'm in. Um, and then I started off as a junior analyst, um, a lot of, you know, similar monitoring for risk, um, kind of like the Beirut explosion. Um, and then, yeah, just from there, I recently got promoted to senior analyst, um, and I'm excited to see what else is, is next. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, one thing I can say about Cynthia and I've known her for a long time, I think probably like 2005, I'm dating myself here as to how old I am, but, uh, Cynthia and I go way back and, uh, we're both New Jersey people at heart and uh, we've always had that connection. Um, but to see um, how the Heatherington Group has grown and it's become so much more than just an education tool, you know, it's a legitimate, um, you know, company that that provides real-time information uh, on all different levels. It's it's really impressive. And just seeing the culture that you guys have there uh, is great. I know when we were in San Diego, I think we, we all went out for barbecue. Um and um it, it was it was really awesome and then uh, i think we ended it by uh, all going out for sushi that, that you know at the end of the conference which was fun too i think it was probably about 35 people at a table which was interesting yeah i remember uh, that and um yeah back then it was like wow you know the heatherington group i hear they're rock stars um and then getting into it now i'm just like they were not lying about the rock stars part yeah so. yeah it's 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 cool it's it's cool to see it grow and continue to grow and, and give back to the industry and, and just do these uh, osmosis conferences, right? It's the ninth annual um, this, this year coming up in new Orleans, um, which is, it's so great to see it all come together. And um, I, I always tell people that um, this particular conference, I, I usually go to conferences 
and I'm either sponsoring with Investigators Toolbox or I'm, I'm there speaking on some other topic. And I don't really like sit in on the education. I'm just busy doing doing stuff. I go more for networking. But Osmosis is the one conference I go to every year where you'll catch me in the room um, learning all these new things that are out there. And for that specific reason, like I want to know what is the cutting edge of technology and where we're going. And I feel like this conference is the one that actually does that. It's it's worth my time to sit in the room is I guess the point that I'm, I'm making. And it's just every year it's different. Um, and what I like about this year is that there are new speakers, right? There are a whole bunch of faces we haven't seen before. So you are emceeing this uh, lovely event. So uh, how do you feel about that? And uh, what are you looking I, forward to? Yeah, I'm ecstatic. Um, obviously, like with my background, how I got here, I definitely have that um, strong connection to the conference. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, like ever since I've started going to the conference, it's always been, uh, you know, the top of the top uh, speakers, um, just being able to connect with different people in the industry uh, and get that good training in. And I'm really excited to see, you know, the new lineup of speakers. They all have amazing things to offer um and i think as you know tech evolves as we move on to new tools new sources um there's always something new to learn and that's what's that's what i love about osmosis too is i can sit in there and say oh sure like i know how to maybe monitor for risk on a daily basis but do i know how to do it with this refined ability um what other insights can i get and it's there's always something new for everyone yeah. We are way beyond sock puppets. <laughs> yes. We're necessary. Uh, we love the sock yes. puppet. It's it's important, right? Um, but just seeing the 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 new stuff that's out there, um, I, I'm excited for. And even with the vendors that, that come, I mean, sometimes you sit down, it just blows your mind the uh, the type of tools that are available that are out there. You know, um, so it, it, on on many different avenues. Uh, going to this conference for networking, for education, and for, you know, making those connections with the tools that are out there. I think there's there's so many benefits um, to to being there. And it's, man, I think if this is nine, I think I've been to like six or seven um, over the years, which is amazing. And, um, you know, I look forward to it every year. I look forward to seeing my friends. And, um, you know, the whole thing with Skull Games too. So that's another thing you guys are doing. You're, you're uh, starting a couple of days early and uh, running a competition um, with Jeff Teagues and and his group at uh, Skull Games, which I think is fantastic. For sure. Um, they just conducted Skull Games back in New Jersey. Right. Um, and I am so sad and devastated that I didn't get to participate that time around, but I guess now is my time to make that up um, pre-osmosis. Yeah, so. you know, those Heatherton group people, they actually want their employees to do work. Yeah, you know, like on, on their assignments. <laughs> I'm sure you're, you're, you're I know, how books, right? right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but I think it's it's gonna be a great build up to the conference. Um, especially, you know, just getting everyone together in a room um to collaborate on school games and then, you know, transitioning slowly into the conference is definitely gonna be, you know, great not only for the cause behind school games, but also for you know, just networking, getting familiar with who's in the industry um, and all that there is to offer. Yeah, it's it's a fun transition into, you know, the educational part of it. It's a good, it's really, really a great way to just get yourself in the right mindset for doing things. 
Um, and that's not even, not even to mention any breakouts or anything, you know, prior, there's always a, a pre-con thing that's going on as well. Um, that helps you get, uh, get in the right, uh, mindset. I know there's been quite a few over the years, uh, pre-con things where you can't even get in, like you, you be on time or there's no seat for you. Right. Um, exactly. yeah, I remember, uh, Amber Schroeder always, you know, like if, if Amber's talking, you better make sure you're on time because you're not going to get get a seat. Um, yeah. but, uh, it is. It's been crazy too to see uh, the conference grow and gather so much attention. So year after year, it's not only you know. I'd like to look at it as an academic from the point of view of hey, you know, we're we're graduating on to the next level. Um, what's up with the next conference? What you know? How more complex are things going to get? Um, but also, you know, bigger crowd. It's always expanding and it's exciting. Yeah. And there's always the theme, right? There's always some sort of little background theme over the years that, you know, every topic kind of just touches on it a little bit just to kind of thread it all together, uh, which yeah. I think is is cool. Like who, who can uh, forget like Surf's Up in San Diego, right? <laughs> and and it was all that surface web, right? Talking about yeah. things, uh, you know, OSIN and things that are that are out there. So I, I, I give you guys a lot of credit for being creative, <laughs> you know? Uh, and, and keeping everything together, which is great. So we're going to uh, jump out and take a quick break. And when we come back, I, I want to just talk a little more about the conference, maybe a little more about your background and and uh, uh, what uh, you know you hope to see going forward with Osmosis and um, you know um, what that whole event you want it to kind of look like. It is as an MC, people think, oh, it's just an introduction, but there's there's a lot more to it. So. Uh, everybody sit tight and we will be right back. Specializing in the research of liability for personal injury claims, Pacific Liability Research offers insurance assessments of all applicable liability coverages to help determine what a case is potentially worth. Have a case with no insurance policy? Since 2019, the highly trained staff on their insurance discovery team has located over 100 million plus in previously unknown insurance coverage. They offer a full refund for any inaccurate results, and they do not charge for no-hit searches. Additionally, Investigators Toolbox members automatically receive 50% off their first case. Just mention Investigators Toolbox when you fill out your first order. More information can be found at PacificLiability.com. Contact them today and discover the immediate impact that Pacific Liability Research can provide. Check out the PI Institute of Education at PIInstitute.com. Since 1989, Kelly Riddle has been teaching on subjects such as surveillance, nursing home investigations, insurance fraud, domestic investigations, hidden assets, and accident scene investigations. The PI Institute of Education is a featured learning partner in the investigatorstoolbox.com. So check out the free content on the site, then visit the Institute for more great savings on additional classes. And welcome back to PI Perspectives. This is Matt Sperry, your host. Today, we're talking all things osmosis. The osmosis conference is taking place in New Orleans this year uh, from October 15th to 17th. And there'll be a little pre-conference Skull Games uh, event going on, too, if you want to get there a little bit early. Uh, we are talking with the MC for the whole event, uh, Sophia Salazar. Welcome back to the program. Thanks, Matt. Okay, so uh, we, we covered a lot of... Uh, you know, uh, points about why to attend, um, you know, osmosis and the, the benefits of it. So uh, as an MC, like, 
what would you want the attendee to take away from this? If it could be one thing that they take away, what do you think is like the most important takeaway from the event? Oh, that's a great question. I think I would have to say um, just that, you know, the lineup of speakers that we have every year, it's the top of the top. Um, so maybe if, even if you're not working exactly in the same kind of project that they are or the exact example that they use different tools and different, um, you know, pieces of advice for, I promise you that um, that advice and that those uh, speaker sessions definitely will apply and help you to some extent, whether it's on a different kind of case, whether it's just, you know, maybe one tool that was introduced. Um, but yeah, that's that's my takeaway. You can apply every speaker session to, you know, your work at some point. Definitely. Definitely. Um, I think you bring up a really good point. Yeah, that that whole discussion with other professionals, right? Here's my challenge. Here's what I'm trying to do. Or here's what I did the last time I had this problem. It kind of worked out. Is there a better way to do this? Or I'm stuck on this. What do you think I should do, right? That meeting of the minds for, you know, it's not a 30-second elevator pitch. It's not a, hey, this guy's trying to sell me something. These are honest conversations, maybe over a cocktail. Uh, you know, if it's bits or bites, maybe you got a little food in front of you, um, uh, where you're, you're getting those honest conversations about, um, workflow and tools and, and techniques on, on doing things. Um, you know, I think one of the, the major benefits, you know, in my opinion is, is the networking, right? I mean, I think you're, you're a perfect case study, right? There's a gal that, that had had an idea about something was, you know, getting an award because something happened right place, right time, wanted to go into academia. And then all of a sudden, wow, I have all these amazing opportunities to do this really interesting work. Um, and that was relationships that were fostered at a particular event, right? Who knew you? Exactly. Here, and right? and also the, the vibe at Osmosis that everybody wants to share, um, bringing back that hashtag, OSINT for good. Everybody wants to make a difference. Everybody wants to make a change. Um, everybody wants to, you know, just be helpful. Yeah. So, um, yeah, like you said, not trying to sell a product in particular, um, just spreading awareness of, you know, how to be better, um, what makes a better analyst in the first place or investigator. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that goal to succeed. I, I think like what, what one of my goals further down the line, is there a ton of OSINT people that go to these things that play instruments? We gotta have live music. I think we gotta grab some O centers and just like do a jam session. I think it would be so cool. I think so too. Yeah, that would be great. Um it should have been New Orleans because it's like in jazz capital, right? But it but I'm, I'm gonna put that, it in a speaker box. <laughs> Suggestion. Heck yeah. Um it's funny that you say that. I've played cello for about like eight years. So if we're starting this jazz band, count me in. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, I remember having conversations with uh, some, a whole bunch of people, speakers even, you know, over the years. Um, and it's like, oh, you play guitar? Oh, wow. I play bass. I play drums. It's like, oh, maybe I'll bring my gear out. I'm like, just let me know. I can, I'll, I'll pack my bass and, and let's let's do this, right? Um, yeah. Something so, about OSIN, uh going with instruments, right? Like it, they just go hand in hand. <laughs> I think we have to do that, you know? Yeah. <laughs> we we can do all this uh, rock stuff with a little or orchestral uh, ch cellos on the side. I'm sure somebody probably plays some other strings too. We'll find someone for Maybe, uh, Yeah, next pre-conference yeah. event is just going to be like Osmosis Band or 
guitar hero. I know Cynthia is probably going to listen to this at some point. So, hey, Cynthia, uh, suggestion here. Let's do live music. <laughs> Let's start recruiting and uh, we'll put a playlist together. Uh, none of that DJ stuff either. It's all got to be instruments. <laughs> the turntables uh but we we digress here so you know like being able to uh, getting back to 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 this to be able to have those relationships uh and and the fact that you're sharing um a space with somebody for you know three or four days um really gives you the time to um understand someone's techniques It's, it's not that quick hey this is how you do this stuff it's you can have those long drawn out conversations and it's so beneficial you know, to be able to, to, to do that. Um, and just being able to, to understand it. And, you know, you're, as you were saying, there's, there are heavy hitters in the room. You know, there are people that, uh, are well-respected in this industry, um, that know what they're talking about. And it, what's cool is that when you're there, you're, you're peer, you know, like everybody treats each other the same way. It's not like, oh, here's this noob, you know, get out of my way. No, this is somebody that, is, is learning about something. And, and you brought up a good point, the whole sharing thing, right? Um, which is probably about seven years or eight years now that that the smoke and mirrors are gone and people are actually showing and sharing techniques uh, on how to do things. Um, what, what are your thoughts on that? Um, I found it, well, considering also my background, it was a learning experience um i walked in you know using maybe a couple tools that helped me with that beirut explosion um and what i was doing on the daily safe abroad um and you know taking what i learned from the conference and seeing kind of what's out there uh what what else can be done besides you know just these niche things was a huge huge eye-opener um not even to mention that you know once you're in there if there's anyone in the OSINT space that you looked up to or that you, you know, had a question for and you just finally get the chance to ask them, walk up to them and say, hey, you know, I've been seeing your work. I have this question for you. I wanted to know this. Um, and really, well, technically, no one can deny you the knowledge unless right. they want an awkward conversation. Um, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you know, there's one thing about us O-centers, you know, so, some of us can be a little, uh, the social skills can be a little limited. <laughs> it's only to hide behind a computer a little bit. But, uh, you know, the guys like like um, Chris Poulter, right? You know, coming all the way um, from, from Australia, like, and he's the OSINT combine. He's got a really good thing going there, you know? Um, and that's another one that just likes to give back to the industry and making sure that uh, everybody's on the same page at doing things. Like it's just been such a wave of such a really cool wave uh, of this knowledge going forward. And, and honestly, it's an honor for me to be part of it. Uh, sometimes I feel like I don't deserve to be in the room, but, but I like to talk about it. Right. Uh, it, but it's, uh, it's amazing and humbling and uh, just a really, really cool experience. Um, in one yes. word, yeah, I would agree with humbling by far. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and the MC keeps everything moving, right? That's part of the job. <laughs> yep. I was saying, I, ironically, you know, I show up um, a minute or two late to my personal things. Um, and it's my job now to keep yeah. everything exactly on time. So uh, it, it'll be an exciting little twist here. Oh, I thought you were late to the meeting when they were deciding who was going to do it. And then just gave it to you. <laughs> yeah, 
yeah, I walked in late and they said, her, right, hey, so it's your job. <laughs> we, we, we elected you the MC of the conference. <laughs> yeah, so you, at that point, you just smile and nod. Exactly. Thank <laughs> you for that opportunity. <laughs> yeah. um so so that's cool and i know uh, i talked about it a little bit earlier too like bits and bites is another really cool thing as somebody who has uh, done that as a presenter i think of three times already it's it's fast and is really fast one hour of just you know talking we're actually i think it's like an hour and a half you get like five or six minutes to, to, to talk about a certain yeah. thing uh it's a challenge um I've done it. I've done it a few times. I'm looking forward to other people doing it. <laughs> so, yeah, I remember sitting in on bits and bites and I looked around and there were quite a few like different topics that I wanted to get to. Yeah. So um, just being able to like rotate and switch, I was like, oh, man, I got to get to this one. I got to get to this one. Um, and you think like an hour, an hour and a half is a long time. But by the time you're trying to get to where, you know, to your next topic, it's just the hours just gone by it breezes by one of the complaints i always had was like as somebody who was presenting one of these things i missed all the food and missed all the the drinks <laughs> like you know because i'm just constantly talking and i'm exhausted afterwards man like it's it's a lot but it's it's cool i'm looking forward to sitting in on more of those um yeah. I, I know they, they asked me again this year like hey you want to do any i said not this year <laughs> but it's 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 a real skill especially right. for the bits and bytes presenters to you know condense so much information into one tiny little session um right. yeah definitely a challenge um so like what what are some of the things you see coming in in the future um in this space some of the things you'd like to see happen or or you know if you had your way um i guess combining well, I'm, I'm getting my master's degree in criminology right now, um, saying how seeing how I can incorporate OSINT into all my school projects there. But um, I guess the one thing that I'm seeing that's going across both spaces has definitely been the use of AI yeah. and what it means for us going forward. Um, so not only is the conference going to address that, uh, which I'm looking forward to, but... Um, I'm also looking forward to getting the point across of, hey, you know, AI is never going to replace us. Yeah. Um, and I think it's been, you know, beat to death at this point. Uh, but it's the truth. Um, AI just can't replace, you know, the human, the decision maker. Um, yeah. So that's definitely something I'm I'm watching out for in the space and just seeing what, what, you know, what comes next. Yeah. And it's weird. So last year was the metaverse, right? Everything's going into the metaverse. Um, yeah. That kind of didn't happen, right? Now it's AI, um, deep fakes, right? That was a big thing last year, and which is oh, yeah. it's still there. I mean, that's still an issue. Um, yeah. But AI has been around for a long time. I mean, if you look at uh, Scope now, like one of your sponsors, great, great company. I mean, amazing company. I've been working with them since day one. I think 2017, I've been with them. Um, they were doing AI before AI was popular. You know, their yeah. whole platform was, was basically using, you know, that technology to... Uh, really cut down on on the I call it the white noise the the information that's that's out there that isn't relative or relevant to your investigation right um, so it's been around for a while we we've all used it without realizing we're using it you know exactly. but the idea that someone's going to write a report that's going to replace you or or have better things or do, do research uh, is kind of ridiculous if you think about it. Um, because uh, again, if you look, it, it only goes up to a certain amount of time, right? It, it's not like it's, it's 
point in time, 2023. No, there's like a two year gap on the information that's in there and it's not perfect. It, it, you know, it's only as good as the cue that you, that you put in there. And and, and then it's not even a hundred percent. You got to go fact check, ask some attorneys that got sanctioned for (laughs) quoting uh, memos of law that didn't exist. Right. That kind of stuff is happening. And yeah, I guess like the problem in the past was, you know, even gathering this information. Um, So, you know, it took what, like an analyst and investigator, like so many hours just to go out and find the information they needed. And now we're in this age where um, there's so much, it's backwards. There's so much information out there that it's not the analyst, you know, taking the time or the hours of the day to go figure out like, where can I get this information? Now it's really turned into, I have dozens and like thousands of points of information. Now I just have to sit through and check what is real, what's not. Um, and, you know, that entire process of vet- vetting and verifying. So, so um, when, when are we all going to be required to carry AI insurance <laughs> for <laughs> writing reports and stuff that's not real? Like Arizona missions, you know, like when are they going to have an AI clause that if you're, if you're using AI, it's going to up your premium. I, I think it's coming. <laughs> next thing i would um, not be surprised at this point yeah. um but yeah it's it's exciting to see um you know what ai can do as a tool to help the analyst you know get information quicker but definitely it can in my opinion it can never replace uh the human or the decision maker behind all that information yeah, I think you bring up a good point because there, there are definitely some benefits to it as far as, you know, time. Um, and I think like maybe that's how that model you know, or how AI affects the model of how we build in, in our industry, right? We can't really build the hourly anymore because it's I'm asking a question and getting an answer to it, right? So maybe it's, you know, we have to change the way we're, we're building things, right? I could see that happening. Um, but, it, you know, there are some some good tools. Um, there's a guy out in California, a, a PI named Jay Paulino, who wrote a really good article in the Working PI magazine on using AI um, as an investigator and some of the tools um, that are out there to use it. So it's not just, hey, here's here's AI, it's coming, we should use it, or you can use it for that. He's actually giving specific uh, use cases for it. Um, and one of the things he talks about was you know, doing research in a particular county that he wasn't familiar with he used the AI just to kind of source, like, who do I need to contact or how do I go about getting this information, right? So now that, that time factor is, is uh, going down a bit, right? So like stuff like that, I think is is important um, on, on how we're doing things. Exactly. It's making us more efficient in the long run. Um, so we can just pivot to something more complex. Yeah, just no more billable hours. <laughs> it's yeah, gotta exactly. <laughs> it's got to be for service, not for the hours. Do, uh, yeah, do twenty dollars an hour, and uh, you don't even. It doesn't even take you a minute to get the information. So. Yeah, yeah. I think I think if, if Cynthia is billing you at twenty dollars an hour, I think there's a problem. <laughs> so <laughs> someone should talk to her about her model. Um, uh, for, so, for legal purposes, yeah, informational purposes only. An, an example. <laughs> I was like, "Darn girl, right out of school, she got you cheap." <laughs> no. yeah, you're an MC now. You got to even asking for for more dollars here. <laughs> so, all, all joking aside, um, you know, the conference is is amazing, and, and getting back to it, right? These are the things that we're going to be talking about. We're going to be talking about AI. We're going to be talking about you know the future of our industry and where it's going. Um, 
you definitely want to be there. And um, it's always, I always walk away from osmosis saying like, this was time well spent. Um, and again, get back to what I do. Like, I actually sit in on these things. I, I participate and uh, make sure that um, I'm coming back. So um, we're going to wind down here. Uh, Sophia, thank you so much for uh, coming on and um, you know talking about your experience and and how you got to where you're at. Uh, so folks, you want to go check it out at the Osmosis Conference. It's in New Orleans from October 15th to the 17th. Um, just uh, Google Osmosis Conference uh, 2023 and you'll, you'll find it. Um, the Osmosis Institute is is um, what's uh, what's hosting it uh, through the Heatherington Group. Uh, how do folks get in, in touch with you, Sophia, if they have any questions? Um, so one thing, well, for me personally, you can email me um, at Sophia at HeatheringtonGroup.com um, for any other inquiries related to the conference. I believe, if I'm not mistaken, it's uh, admin at osmosisinstitute.org. Okay. Um, or something close to that. <laughs> Figure it <yeah>. out. <laughs> you get a couple it, bounce it, backs, it's fine. <laughs> you know. Listen, you you gotta you gotta OSINT it to get to make exactly. it exactly prove your worth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> challenges challenges that's great um thank you so much for coming on i really appreciate it uh thank you everyone for uh checking us out we 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 st- uh i chose to spend a little more time with sophia because i thought that her story was pretty awesome of how she got to where she she is and uh it's inspiring so hopefully we're inspiring some listeners out there people that are considering getting into the industry or doing uh some things to take a, a route similar to yours all right thanks for having me all right. Thank you, everyone, for checking this episode out, and we'll see you next time on the next episode. Now, doesn't Sophia have an awesome story? It's amazing what some networking can do for your career. So consider making it out to New Orleans next month if you can. Toolbox members save $100 when you sign up for Osmosis. Details are in the discounts and benefits section on the site. We also want to thank Campbell Insurance Group for sponsoring the show. Remember to tell them you listen to save $50 when you apply for insurance. Additional thanks to our newest sponsor, Pacific Liability Research, PI Institute for Education, and Scope Now for sponsoring our podcast. Scope Now is a sponsor for Osmosis as well, and they'll have a table. So go check out 4.0. Also, don't forget about investigatorstoolbox.com. You can type in version 2.0, 25% to save $50 when you join. If you have a question or a comment about the show, email Matt at Matthew S at SatellitePI.com. You can also find him on LinkedIn, Instagram, and Facebook. We'd like your feedback to bring you the best shows possible. And we'll be back next week with a brand new show. So make sure you tune in and stay safe out there.